Hi everyone and thanks for tuning in to this very special edition of Brightside Radio. I'm your host Neil wainwright Farah, and today I'm joined by Pat, Steve and Kelly who are going to be talking about some fantastic news which you may have all read about this morning. Um, highlighted We Did It um, and that was all regarding the Institute for Customer Service. So I'm going to come straight into you Steve. Um, the cat obviously is out of the bag now, we can actually talk about it can't we? Um, but just maybe elaborate on more about what that fantastic news is following that email this morning. Um, yep, it's fantastic news, Neil. So Clarity has been awarded the Service Mark Accreditation from the Institute of Customer Service. It's uh, an award that recognises a national standard. It's um, audited by an independent organisation and it looks at our achievement in customer service and our commitment to it. And it's awarded based on customer feedback, colleague engagement uh, and how everybody is in terms of knowledgeable about our strategy and understanding where we're trying to get to as a business and there are only 122 companies sorry 128 companies in the UK that have a service mark and we are one of only 22 companies and the only TMC to have the accreditation with distinction. So we're in a very, very, very nice group. And I'm pleased to say that some of those people who also have a distinction are our customers as well. So it does mean a lot to them to see we've got the same standards and the kind of culture that they would also be wanting to work towards. That all seems absolutely amazing. Now, those stats really are really, really good, aren't they, in terms of um, obviously who, who it's out there with and obviously what recognition we're going to get from a, a business point of view as well. Yeah, it's really important because... In terms of what we have to go through to get the accreditation, it takes lots of time creating action plans, looking through different dimensions of service. Um, it enables us to, to have something tangible in terms of our service delivery, action plans with real goals that we've got to achieve. Um, it's about increasing our efficiency and, and demonstrating to our employees and our customers that you know we are committed to service excellence. So it's, it's a real big accreditation. It's a massive, massive achievement. Brilliant, brilliant. And and talking about like different like latest trends and things like that, what, what is driving all of this satisfaction right now for us? So I think uh, it's really important to say that the actual services sector um, and customer satisfaction in the UK is, is actually falling and it was a decline. So the latest customer satisfaction score for um, customer service in the UK was at 77. And if you compare that to Clarity, which had a customer satisfaction at the end of 2022 of 91, you can see that we're really booking that trend. Um, and there's been some real changes in the kind of businesses that have been um, seen a decline and those that have been maintaining their customer service scores. I think in terms of the trends as well, what's really coming through is that people uh, want empathy. They want to live to be listened to. Um, it trust is very important and I think partly that's why throughout 2022 we saw a slower uptake of coming back onto the online tool because that confidence and trust that people had in speaking to our consultants was enabling them to then carry on booking through all the confusion at the beginning of the year and then maybe any uncertainty or, or intrepidation maybe towards the end of the year. So those are the real trends at the moment. Um, but there's real polarisation in, in the customer satisfaction performance between those that are pulling away and those that are falling behind. Um, it's quite interesting that in every single dimension of the customer service ethos that the Institute looks at, everything has gone down. 
Um, so we are booking the national trend in terms of our customer service offering, which is fantastic. Very, very good, isn't it? Yeah, I'm absolutely delighted myself to have read it and actually see that we've got that accreditation and how we can uh, use that for the future for, for us. I think it's absolutely amazing. Um, Pat, I'm just going to come to you now. So what would you like to say to everyone at Clarity? Yeah, so, well, I think um, first and foremost, thank you to everybody uh, for your hard work in getting us to here. Um, it's not an easy process and Steve and, and Kelly will maybe tell you a bit more about it, but it's more than 12 months in the making and uh, it's involved a lot of people all over the business. Um, as uh, Steve said, it's independently verified. So, you know, those, um, I guess the, the, the panel have interviewed our staff and obviously they've got a great impression from them. They've interviewed our customers as well and they've got a great impression from them. Uh, but then they've also looked at the, the the way we deal with matters customer service and have evaluated our approach to it. So there's tons of work gone into this over many, many years. It's funny, actually, Neil, you might remember, I'm sure you do. It was the first reason you came to, to the business, really, yes. was yeah. to to work on our approach to customer service and to get that ingrained in in the people in the business and, and make it a part of our DNA. And that was uh, that was eight years ago, I think. And, yeah, 2014. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's been a it's been a long journey. And I think that that ethos towards customer service always existed. But what we needed to do is bring it front and centre and uh, make sure it was a part of the, the fabric of the business. And we've done that over time. So thank you to everybody. I do want to stress that you know, we we decided to go down this route because we wanted something that we could put in front of customers that was believable, yeah, where they could go, right, okay, so knowing that customer service is a massive battleground right now in any uh, industry, Steve was talking before about how standards have generally dropped. One of the reasons for that is that, um, you know, the uh, business across the UK in all kinds of industries is short of people. And consequently, service has suffered. You, I don't know if anybody, you know, has rang a call centre recently and had that that excuse around resourcing and the pandemic was being used as an excuse for that, even up to a few months ago. And we said we needed to make that one of our win themes with customers. And over the last couple of years, we've absolutely zeroed in on this. We already had the, the KPIs so we could tell people how quickly we're answering the phone, how fast we're turning emails around, what our customers say about us in, in terms of satisfaction, effort and net promoter score. But now we can say that a third party has verified this. There are TMCs out there who are, you know, uh, quote unquote, award winning. And we've entered awards many times over the years. And, uh, you know, we've had some success and sometimes we haven't. And what that comes down to actually is how well written your submission is and whether or not the judges like you on the day. It's got bugger all to do with how well you're doing in terms of your customer service and your approach to it. And it's not independently verified. So we made the decision uh, more than a year ago now not to enter awards anymore. Um, we have uh, recently just won an award for sustainability, but we didn't enter 
the awards we were awarded that because we've been called out as somebody who's doing a great job in that space but we decided not to enter awards because most of the customers see through that they immediately say oh great okay so how did you win that and you say well we we we, we nominated ourselves and we wrote a really nice uh submission and then they decided that was really good so they gave us an award yeah and they say oh well it's about sponsorship but and and you get into the realms of the customer not really believing it so this is really strong this takes a lot of work this takes a, an independent person or persons to actually say yes these guys are doing a great job and it requires great feedback from our customers and from our people so it's a real thing and it's going to make a big difference moving forward it doesn't end here either because what we do is we take action plans out of this piece of work and we find ways to get even better and demonstrate our long-term commitment to fantastic customer service so yeah a lot of work up until now but a lot more to come but certainly yeah. it's it's a it's a distinction worth having and uh, i think it's going to pay dividends over the years to come so so in a way this is our shiny award that we can really shout about without it being an award of a little trophy or something that somebody might win at the business travel awards or whatever kind of thing then isn't it yeah yeah there's only one set of awards anyone should be bothered about in here and that's the brighter awards Correct. and uh, that's right and and everything else is just smoke and mirrors. Uh, what this is with the Institute of Customer Services is a, a real accreditation for doing real things really well. Great. And and from a, a, a retention of clients or actually securing more clients, how can we how mm. can that actually work to our uh, advantage then? So I think we would tell them exactly what I just told you there, which is we don't enter awards. Um, we we're independently verified for offering fantastic customer service. Yeah. This is what we do. This is how we do it. Um, we we give tangible evidence of our approach to customer service. Um, so that's really important. It's um, it's up there with cost and sustainability. They're probably the three key factors right now in in the marketplace in terms of winning new business uh technology is always important as well but you know knowing that your tmc is actually going to answer the phone is yeah. um it, it might sound basic but it's absolutely critical and um there are many out there who've been disappointed by their tmc service and and we're winning business because of it so this is just another reason to believe which is fantastic Right. And I think, Neil, as well, it, it, you know, it's important to say, like Pat said, it doesn't stop here, the work. This award and accreditation in no way means we're perfect. It means we have the right culture and we have the right attitude towards creating that customer service strategy. Uh, and the action plans that Pat was spoken about have been submitted and accredited as well. So, again, that future strategy has already been, you know, in, investigated, audited, however you want to call it. And Kelly's now going to have to over the next three years it's kelly's job to make sure that we maintain this accreditation for when we get re-accredited and re-audited but we have to continue to do surveys of staff and customers throughout this period while we hold the accreditation because it's a time frame on it they don't just give it you and then walk away and say there you go for life it's yeah. a constant a constant audit that we're going through okay good so so leading nicely on to kelly there um 
Kelly, you, obviously there was a lot of people like, like um, Pat and Steve have mentioned before who were actually involved in it. So can you tell me how many people were involved or roughly how many people were involved in, in securing that? Well, the whole business was involved in securing it uh, because part of the credit accreditations come from feedback from our customers. Uh, but we did have 25 individuals within the business that were interviewed. If they cast their minds back to November, uh, they all had a call with uh, Julie Jar from uh, ICS. Uh, and what was good from that was that the interviews wasn't necessarily customer service question based. So uh, they wasn't prepped on anything. They probably did do research on our customer service so that uh, if there was asked the questions, but it was more around uh, Clarity's culture and how Clarity treats uh, their employees as well as the customers and how the employees feel that they fit into Clarity's business. Uh, the feedback I got from Julie Jar was that the guys were really open and honest with her uh, and she felt like that we definitely offer a great culture to work in. So uh, thank, really nice thanks for well, them, 25, because they definitely <laughs> contributed to us getting the award. Oh, fantastic. I think yeah. it's important as well, to, just to mention, those people came from all different areas of the business. They yeah. came from all different uh, levels within the structure of the business as well, and they were chosen uh, at random by the auditor who had a spreadsheet of our the names of our employees and their role, and they were chosen by by the accreditor to say, I want to speak to that person at that level. And um, we would also highlight how long they'd been here for. So we got a selection of new starters, middle of the road in terms of length of service, and then some people who'd been with us, obviously, a very long time as well. So it was a really good spread of, of people throughout the business. Good, good. Um, now, obviously, um, we've previously talked about how we're currently performing against other industries, et cetera, and things like that. But how is, how is it so far this year from a customer service point of view? Because obviously January tends to be that bit of a more of a peak time. So how is that working for Clarity from a customer service perspective now? Kelly, do you want me to go on this one on the other side? I'll talk about the operational piece and then you can talk yeah. about the, yeah. So Perfect. as we all know, everyone knows uh, 2022 was was really tough and uh, we started to, to come under considerable pressure quite early on in the year in terms of our service offering. We did pull that round by the end of the year uh, and actually by the time we were in into October, well into October, we were starting to see a recovery. Um, we still had some problem areas, particularly in, in online. Uh, that was uh, causing us still some problems. Um, there's lots of work that's been gone on in terms of streamlining efficiencies, uh, optimization of the telephone system, things like that. And it's not just about recruitment. It's not just about bums on seats because we've probably got the same amount of people as we have now, as we had in September in the online team. But we've got our loss call rate down to under 10%, where the previously in September, we might be looking at 30%. Right. Our SLAs for the branches are in the high 90s. Our average speed of answer for the branches is approximately under 10 seconds with the few anomalies on each day. So our service throughout January has been really, really good. Uh, and when we monitor it against 2020, which is really the last comparable year of any kind of, of volume, that's what we're measuring, measuring against in terms of our responses. And we're, we are at performing at the same level as we were in 2020, which is great because we're performing well then as well. Brilliant. OK. And Kelly? 
Yeah, from a customer service point of view, uh, our overall complaint ratio was at 0.13 for 2022, uh, which anything below 1% is amazing. Uh, but included in them stats is a CMAC, which we know caused a lot of our complaints in 2022. So uh, I'm expecting to see that ratio go right down. Uh, this year. Uh, NPS wise we finished on 50 which is a brilliant result. Uh, I know it doesn't sound such a big number but in NPS world that that is an amazing score for us to have. Um, for the CSAT on 91 as Steve said and uh, customer effort 89 um, we actually rocked pretty well for 2022. We have got, we've got a, a big task ahead of us to uh, maintain and improve for 2023, put it that way. <laughs> okay, but I'm sure you've got all that in hand with obviously the action plan that the, that we've provided yep. to the Institute. And we know exactly what we're going to be, wait, say we, that's the royal we of you, Kelly, that you're yep. going to be working on with your team and the wider business as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's why it's important when we're sending things like the engagement surveys out, it, it's not just a tick box exercise uh, for us just to, you know, like say like, oh, yeah, we checked in at this point. We genuinely do want to know how the staff are feeling. We genuinely do want to know what's going on, mm -hmm. you know, so uh, please fill them in when they come round. They are really useful to us and will help us to help keep this award. Yeah. Sorry, I think as well, just to just to give a shout out for when we're talking about the, the business and communication is just want to give a, a shout out to, to Kelly, but also to Linkid and the people group who really helped coordinate and get the messages out there, what we're doing as a business. Um, that's been really important to make sure that everybody understood this process, because obviously it's not as easy now as everyone's not sat in offices and we're more dispersed, but they did a really great job. So thank you to uh, Link, Kelly and the people group. Yes, there. Well done, everybody. Um, now, we do have a swanky new signature as well, don't we? That's uh, been sent out Yay. this morning. Yeah. So we want everyone to update it, don't we? Absolutely. We in Freshdesk, Halo, anywhere where you need to put it in. Obviously, business support will do it for everybody's Outlook accounts. But yes, everybody must do their Freshdesk and Halo. That means all users, not just the operational areas, please don't forget that you are part of this too and have been a key part in the accreditation. So please ensure that you put that on uh, where appropriate. Yeah. And, and and I believe there's going to be a very big like sort of like campaign around getting that message out, not just on an email signature uh, about social media and different things like that. So what advice can anyone give me? Because I've not directed this question at anyone. But what kind of uh, information would you provide everybody around uh, that kind of getting that message out there even further? Well, we, we've um, posted on LinkedIn this morning and it's it's had a, a, a fair bit of activity around it, actually. So um, like the post. Um, share the post, comments on the post, uh, all those things that, that we would always do on that. Um, hashtag. Hashtag, yeah, knock yourselves out. Um, it's, um, you know, certainly getting that information out there into the wider market is really important. It's nice, actually, we've had uh, we've had uh, a fair few comments and, and compliments uh, through from people around the industry. Uh, so I think it's making a bit of a splash, actually. Um, so let's let's keep that going. Um, yeah. If um, 
if you speak to anybody and they want any more information on it, then um, by all means refer them back into the team and and we can we can get more information. But we will be doing a fair bit of activity around it. We'll do some PR, so it will probably get picked up by the business travel press as well. Um, there's a real interest and a desire to understand how travel managers, procurement category managers, etc., um, ensure that they're getting great service from their TMC. And here's one of the ways we can show them, um, you know, how how that can be achieved. So, um, so yeah, just get behind the campaign, really, is all I'd say that. Brilliant. Yeah, no, absolutely well done to everybody, um, you know, on this uh, accreditation. It's absolutely amazing. Um, do either of you have either, that's either three of you, have any further comments that you want to add on this at all? Have we missed any golden nuggets? I think for me, just just the biggest thing is, is again, thank you to everyone for for participating. And when they say participating, not just in the interviews, but for for the way that we are interacting with our customers, because getting the accreditation piece, you know, inevitably helps us to win more business, which helps make the business grow and keeps everything more secure. So it's all those little things that you do that are helping with the success and growth and return to uh, profitability that we've seen. So just thank you to everyone. These things do matter. God, God. So, well, that uh, brings us nicely to an end there. Thank you very much to the three of you for, for joining and as always to our amazing listeners and join us again in the future for another Bright Side Radio. Thanks, everyone. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.